This episode of Vic's Basement is brought to you by EB Games. Support us by buying your video games at EB Games. Welcome to my basement, everybody, especially you, Steve Tilly and Ben Silverman. Hello. Yeah, we're on the floor. <laughs> we're literally sitting on the floor. Two headed snake mic. Side by side. Right now, we are in Ben Silverman's hotel. We're breaking the illusion. We're Ben Silverman's <laughs> hotel room. My basement. Your basement. Yeah. Uh, and there are wires coiled up all over the floor. We have no fucking idea if this is working at all. <laughs> probably not. Right? It's probably not. But we're just going to talk, and hopefully, something happens. And yeah. uh, that's hopefully, people listen. That's the story of my life. Just yeah. talk and hope something happens. That's <laughs> my career. Right that's there. that's how you find a significant other, that's pretty true. much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just well, we're all in uh, Los Angeles right now. Uh, we couldn't figure out video. That was just way too much. Josh is not here. We don't know what the hell is yeah. going on. No. We're not the most technically inclined no. men. No, we're we, good looking men. We, <laughs> we, we pl- yeah, we, they just put makeup, us on, makeup on us. That's all that, that, that we do for this show. But uh, we uh, plugged a bunch of wires into a laptop. I feel and like we voila. could get electrocuted here. I feel like <laughs> yeah. this could be the end of the of all the shows. If I spilled right any now. water, you'd both be dead. Yeah, <laughs> there's exposed cable, and Steve's drinking wine. I'm drinking wine on the floor. That's out of wonderful. It's yep. awesome. Uh, we've had a long week of uh, looking at a lot of stuff that we cannot say one goddamn thing about. Yep. Yeah, I think uh, there might be one thing that is an under embargo, and I can't remember what it would be. How about that landmark? I landmark. Oh yeah, yeah. Landmark. okay. Yeah, we played landmark. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're on a uh, on a pre E three um, scavenger hunt. Yeah, it's a good yeah. way of putting it. Right. Mm-hmm. We're scavenging for a decent fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're uh, we're edging ever closer to E uh, three coming. So I thought uh, it would be good to kind of uh, um, predict what exactly is going to happen at E three. And I know that we are going to be one hundred percent bang on with what we decide. So we have to predict it without yeah. actually saying anything yeah. for real we because we have embargoes knowledge. that yes. we have to stick to. Hey, so this is I don't make the rules. Okay. I just break them. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, no, he's so he's so renegade. Right now. <laughs> no, we're not gonna. We can't break embargoes. He's wearing a Indiana Jones be, hat. This would be the last Vic's basement. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have to talk around a lot of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. let's. Uh, what do you think is gonna like? How is this gonna play out this year? Sony really kicked everybody's butt last year. It was pretty clear to see that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they really came in with a great price on a great product that was easy to sell and easy to see. And they got all the awards for it. They got all the rewards for it. They sold a ton of these damn things. Mm-hmm. And uh, Microsoft's dropped the Connect. Yeah. While we were here this week. Yep. It felt like, uh, and we're here with a lot of other journalists and a lot of other people, and it almost felt like they wanted to stealth get this out there yeah. <laughs> with a lot of people out of the office kind of thing. <laughs> right. Like, we're pretty sure everyone's just like sitting in a conference room right now. So it's a good time to release yeah. kind of crazy news. <laughs> Uh, but uh, the reviews for Mario Kart have been hitting like crazy, including yep. yours, which mm-hmm. w- which has already aired in the show. It's crazy. Oh that gosh. doesn't happen very often where yeah. games are not even out for a little while. Two and- weeks early. Let's talk for a minute just about that before we get into the prediction stuff. i just yeah. like to point out that is an incredible show of confidence from Nintendo, who typically don't really do something that bold where they said, we're going to give these codes out and we're going to let you review them. Yeah. We're going to let you put your review up two weeks before mm-hmm. it ships. That's how confident they were that this was going to get good reviews. Typically, when a, when a company thinks it's not going to get good reviews, i.e. Amazing Spider-Man 2, <laughs> yeah. we don't get codes or we get it on the day it releases or the day after it releases if they're going to send anything out. And uh, and so I think that's why Nintendo did it. And lo and behold, it, it is a really great, great game. I wish – I mean, even if games – 
aren't great. I wish the companies would think like that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I know that they're trying to protect and preserve and make some sales and stuff like that, but I just wish that uh, uh, there was just enough pride in the products, however they turn out, to just get it out there to the critics in time so mm-hmm. that, you know, the reviews will hit. I understand. Mm-hmm. But consumers are smart, man. They see behind that all the time. They yeah. see if we're late with stuff, it's whether same, it's a movie or right, a game. movies. When we, movies don't screen for critics, then yep. you know that it's going to be a dog, and, and that's why they, have, they haven't screened it. But, you know, the other side of the consumers being smart like that, too, is that they are also smart enough to make up their own mind. And they're also smart to disagree, smart enough to disagree with critics and, and uh, uh, their judgments. And I, I, you know, I think you got to respect the consumer as much as you respect the power and the might of the, uh, of the critics out there as well. Oh, I think you have to respect the consumer more. I mean, Microsoft, we could talk for a minute about this Connect thing. Microsoft has learned that lesson the hard way. Yeah. I don't think they respected consumers at all with the crazy journey they took them on from the beginning of the Xbox One announcement to all the different policies and now to this insane, you know, jettison of Kinect, which is fine, the lowering the price, which is great, unless you already bought one for 500 bucks and you could have done that, you know, a month ago to get Titanfall and I think everyone just feels kind of duped again. I mean, it's going to be good news for the company moving forward. But I don't know how consumers uh, who have invested in this and have uh, tried to support this company going up against Sony, yeah. they just must feel stung. I, I mean, you know, I, I, I hope I they do did. some kind of, you know, uh, rebate. Well, or some kind of early support give back, like Nintendo did with the 3DS when they did the price drop. Mm, right. You know? Right. More than just, uh, I, I hope they do something. You know, some free games would be great. This and this this was not a swift decision, though, and I think the timing, the, the fact that it did happen after Titanfall was very deliberate. They knew Titanfall was going to move a lot of units. Yeah, I don't think they they decided since Titanfall launched that they're going to ditch Connect. This has been probably part of the strategy, maybe even the first few months of the Xbox when people started pushing back and Connect wasn't resonating, and the development support, you know, the roadmap for development support wasn't there. I don't think they just decided a month ago that they're going to drop Connect. I think this has been uh, the, the plan beginning. B in the back pocket yeah. all along. Man, if that I mean, and if that's true, and I think you're right, then the company is just outright lying. Because yeah. now we're getting, you know, in February, the company went on record in multiple right. outlets. You're a gamer. I, we wrote about it at Yahoo. Uh, in tons of places, they said, we have no plans to unbundle Connect from this system. It is integral to the to the functionality of this console. A month and a half, two months later, no, that's not the case. Yeah. I mean, how, how do you get around crazy, that? That's crazy, yeah. Well, I mean, they do get around by saying plans change. And then the no plans thing is a very clever way of saying we're not saying it's never going to happen. We're saying today, as you're talking to us, we don't have any plans to do it. Our plans could, could manifest that's tomorrow. Like a, can you define is? Yeah. the Clinton defense. Is yeah. that where they're citing I know. the Clinton defense? And you know, all that this does, because let's be clear, the Xbox is a pretty incredible piece of technology for $400 or $500. You get getting a lot of power in that thing. It's a great machine. You know, there's lots of good reasons to own one of these things. But all they've done with all of this flip-flopping and message changing and, and uh, uh, you know, going back and forth and having different spokespeople step up and sort of proclaim something is, is they've really pushed the lack of faith out there. They've really pushed this agenda of just not believing what they've got to say. So consumers are just going to sit there. If they've been on the fence, I mean, I, and this is the thing, right? Like we're talking about E3 predictions. This is what they have to answer to. Yeah. Like when they come, at, come out at E3, they have to know all of this and they have to be the strongest show 
at E3. Right. They have to be more powerful than the other two guys yeah. by a wide margin. Wouldn't it be refreshing if they came out at E3 and actually addressed the Connect thing candidly? Yes, they have yeah. to. I don't think they will. Yeah. I think they're going to stick to this. We want to offer the consumer choice message. I don't think they're going to say, yeah, well, some of you don't like it, so we're going to give you, you, the, know, you know, the option is all around the value proposition, not the fact that Connect just isn't. Well, I, I, I want to hear from from listeners and viewers, you know, like def, like message under this, what are your reasons for staying loyal to Microsoft and why are, aren't you concerned? I want to hear. You it's know? always franchises. I mean, that's all it really comes down to, right? It's because yeah. they like Halo or Gears of War. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing that I think Microsoft lacks uh, is a is a, a folksy spokesman, and this is what Sony has had yeah. for so, so long in Jack. Right now, we're yeah. not going to get Jack yeah. anymore. He stepped away from the company. Yeah. But Jack, year after year, and, and even not just last year, which was such a such a success, but even prior to that, with the PS3, when the PS3 was not doing very well. Jack always came out there and just sort of sounded like, I know we got some problems, guys, but we're really trying. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's like Matlock. He's, he's, your, he's like, your best friend's cool yeah. dad. Well, I don't know much about <laughs> lawyering, but I know a bit about game making. And yeah. you're like, all right, I like this guy. Yeah. And, and Microsoft has always been like Microsoft, which is a little colder, a little more corporate. Yeah. They're a little more buttoned up. They follow the rules. I mean, even making appointments with m 3 Here's a little bit of inside craziness that we have to go through. We get sent an email that basically says, like, we'd like you to make some appointments to come <laughs> unannounced see. Unannounced Title 1. Un- unannounced Title 1, <laughs> Unannounced Title 2, Unannounced Title 3. And so you're trying to figure out what you want to see. <laughs> and you're like, well, I hear Unannounced 4. <laughs> some really spectacular <laughs> graphics. Unannounced 1 is horseshit, but Unannounced 4, I think. I got sucked into seeing the, the Nike Connect app one year from that. Oh, it's an Unannounced, unannounced 6. Unannounced, that was great. Yeah, that unannounced was 6. I'm like, I'm rolling the dice on this one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, totally. Yeah, well, I guess maybe we won't see hamster uh, tubes with people jumping up and down this year. At that was the that Xbox was. Booth. <laughs> that, I have really fond memories of that. Will that be the little terrarium? terrariums. Look, there's a there's a guy. There's a nerd playing a game in here in his natural environment. Look at him. He looks thirsty because it's hot in there. No flash photography, please. <laughs> Throw in some water. <laughs> some that water. Poor guy. They should have had little, little hamster water things. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to come in and play Connect Star Wars? Yeah, no, no, you go. We're put, having fun watching you. They should have put Mountain Dew in it and Doritos <laughs> and had a whole thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you know, 10 years from now, we're going to think back about the Connect era of game <laughs> demos and just we slap our foreheads in disbelief. Yeah. Like, honestly, this is like a bad fever dream. We've <laughs> <laughs> like, can it now be over, please? Right. What's, you know? what's E3 going to be in 10 years? Speaking of E3 predictions, I it'll think be of the long uh, term. an Oculus the, Rift app. Yeah, it's going to actually be a porn show. It's yeah, going to be everybody it'll on be the a, Oculus Rift <laughs> masturbating yeah. furiously. Know, it'll be, it'll be a virtual thing. We need to sit at home in our underwear and go to E3. And, and well, You, you kind of can now. You, and that, yeah, I, really? I, you know, I, I I think uh, I always planning to go stay at home in their underwear and and watch E3 all day. (laughs) Yeah, I think we all can do that. I mean, we all schlep and wake up early and go to these press conferences and then they live stream everything. (laughs) It's literally harder to cover the press conferences at the press conferences. (laughs) You don't have Wi-Fi. You're like out of sorts and you were awake at six in the morning to stand in a three hour line. And the chairs are hard and your shoulder to shoulder. There's some kids in Kansas. Listen to them whine. It's true. Oh, our jobs are to go it's to okay. LA it's, and look at video games. This one time, so this one time I got buy. a bag from a company and it was missing a strap. Oh, what man. the hell? I know. What the hell? <laughs> you know what I did? I gave them Fs for the rest of their existence. <laughs> midway. All right, so X- Xbox has to come out, win our hearts back. 
Yeah. And yeah. how do they do that? Free Xbox Ones for everyone. That, that worked really well that year. <laughs> that worked. Xbox 360s for everybody. <laughs> wow, we're really excited now. Hey, maybe they'll give us all we, connects. We could be bought. We are whores, apparently. Oh, my God. No, I don't know. I mean, they've got to... They've got to uh, I like the way your mind works, Steve. <laughs> totally. Oprah. Yeah, it works for Oprah. Everyone gets a cat. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, they've got to dazzle, though. This is... Uh, Cirque du Soleil. This is a... Well, remember that? <laughs> the ponchos. The space ponchos. The year, for the people who don't know, the year that they, they, they announced a reveal connect, we were sitting inside the... Uh, the what the auto, what auto train know, was maybe that? It was the... It was USC or something. Like I don't know. Anyway, USC. Yeah, and we all, all had to wear these these plastic space ponchos. First, you had to go through a wait, maze for somebody's wait. living room. Wait, that was the best. Let's just really quick. The beginning of this thing, you go and you check in, they give you a space poncho, which you, you put on, and you don't know what you're going to do. But the next thing you do is you have to walk through an opening and you are walking through the television set. So there's these groups of people, actors, actors. who are pretending to be families watching you. Surprised and delighted by you. Their living room. <laughs> like the little girl from The Ring, you're crawling through the TV set with a space poncho. I felt like I was about to murder a family. I like walked in and I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know what are you guys doing here. Why am I walking into your living room? Yeah, you're already dressed like Dexter. Yeah, I know. I know. I look like I'm in the Ku Klux Klan. I've got like a white suit on and a hat. And I'm like, I'm going to murder you all. I'm going to rape your daughter. And Oh, wait, sorry. I'm just going to go and, uh, you know, and then, uh, light like, up. Did Paul McCartney come out after that? or is that it's, no, no, It is all blur just together. blurring together yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, it won't be gimmicks this time, will it? Like, they have to come out and be folksy. I think you're right. I think they have to come out and just Ugh. have Microsoft some. Is capable of folksy, though? Have they ever been folksy? Uh, no. no. Not authentically. No. You no. know, I think Ed Freeze and Seamus Blackley and those guys, when yeah, they, when yeah, they yeah. this Ed stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ed can do it. Ed, yeah. Ed, was, Ed was a folksy guy. Yeah. He is. He's not dead. He's, he's still yeah. around. I know. It's like they lost a little bit of their heart along the way, mm-hmm. you know? They mm-hmm. became more efficient. They became a better games company. Um, but somewhere along the way, in all of that efficiency, they, they kind of lost their path about, uh, I feel about just sort of being honest with their consumer base and saying that, you know, it's, it is this reaching to try to do too many things mm-hmm. in one product. And that's the whole message behind Xbox mm-hmm. One. And it, it, that old adage of trying to be all things to all people makes you master of none in a, in a way, you know? Yeah, and especially when you rely so much on razzle-dazzle the way they do by bringing yeah. out the Beatles and bringing out, you know, mm-hmm. Joe Montana or whatever. I mean, they just, they're always kind of finding celebs and you know the usher performance right, last year the right, awkward right. usher yeah, you're yeah. like why we're we're not here for that like yeah. i get it but you don't need to do that just you know show us the money show me the money yeah. and they don't well, do they, it they and the they have though i mean like xbox has had some pretty hot years there have been years when we've all gathered and said nope they totally won yeah, yeah you're right you're right you know but it it, it is so blatantly in our face that this was a you know a bunch of missteps here and I don't, I can't remember or recall a time, apart from the Nintendo having a tough time to sell their machines, I can't recall a time where it was this epic uh, a botch job. Yeah. You yeah, know, in yeah. the course of a year, in the course of 12 months. But I mean, at least with these reversals, they have shown, they've proven that they're listening to what people want. That's I mean, true. They could have been stubborn and said, no, we're sticking to our DRM policies. No, you're, you're going to eat Connect for an extra 100 bucks for the rest of your days. But no, I mean, they at least. There was enough pushback that they said, okay, we get it. We're going to make up a story why we're dropping Connect, 
But what we're really doing is saying, yeah, you can buy the Xbox One for three ninety nine without Connect because we know that's what you want to do. And if we don't do that, we're going to keep getting our asses handed to us by Sony. Well, I think consumers are just getting tired of this bullshit. And they heard it with SimCity, too, where you couldn't play SimCity oh, yeah. online. Right, yeah. Oh, a year later, we figured out how to make it not online. Or yeah. you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. like, that's the biggest bit load of horse shit yeah. in I the just, world. I just realized, I forgot, this is the basement. We can swear. Yeah, we can. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He, that, you know what? That's, he's been pent up. We've let him over a week. let him loose. He hasn't sworn for a week. I know. And that's what he <laughs> chose to go with. Boy. One word. Can you throw in some dicks or something else in there? I like, could throw a lot said of dicks in. Yeah. Uh, Diablo 3 managed to sort of, well, they were kind of screwed up at the beginning, but they got through it. Yeah. And they're still always on, and we just deal with it. Hearthstone's always on. Yeah. And we well, deal with it. You know, a great game is a great game, and yeah. if SimCity worked better and it was always on, no one would have complained. It was sure. broken. Yeah. Um, but I, I, the reason I bring that up, the SimCity thing and the, and the Microsoft thing. And the Battlefield Battlefield. Consumers are tired of this shit. I mean, we're just gamers are sick of of not being able to you know have a working game when you spend money on a mm -hmm. game. You want yeah. it to work. Yeah. And I think likewise, we need Microsoft to come out and show us that they're going to deliver games that are going to work, that yeah. are going to make sense, that aren't just like a, a money grab. It's not going to be just a service or Xbox Entertainment and subscribe to this and get these 40 apps and now you got Netflix and this and that. I think we're getting tired of it and I think there's feels to me like there's a little bit of a backlash against all of that shit and people are kind of longing for just the core. I buy a game, I put it in my machine, I play it for 100 hours like Skyrim. Yeah, mm -hmm. like that experience, and I mean, look, we can't talk about all the stuff that we've seen this week. Um, we haven't seen a lot of that. We though. haven't seen a lot of that. No. We have mm -hmm. seen some of that, and the, the the games that do that are, I think, the games that we all like the mm -hmm. most. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, Microsoft will hear that message because they're going to really need to bring that kind of. Well, and they game need to, to surprise the surprise us too, because I don't think Halo and Gears are enough, you know. And no. we can anticipate that. Well, that's yeah, what we're gonna certainly see. not surprising. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean. What kind of surprise do we need? Do we need new IPs? Do we need, uh, I mean, uh, yes. new hardware? No, we don't need any new peripherals or anything. I mean, what if they make their VR play this year? That would be that. Oh. Would, that would be something. Oh my god! It would uh, feel. It would feel like an you know an also ran thing. Yeah, right? it, it would feel almost equivalent to Nintendo's toys. You know, but it, or like mm -hmm. the Wii Mote coming out, and then both companies. You know, making their plays for motion control as well, and both of them failed. They did fail, but I yeah. mean, if if this is if this, if Oculus is going to be the thing, if Oculus is the thing that Facebook is buying for billions of dollars, I think, and Sony's got Morpheus out there, I think Microsoft is going to. Well, we know they're working on something. Why it's whether we see these consoles year? though? I mean, that's the challenge, right? Like even with Sony and the PlayStation Four and Morpheus, why attach it to these consoles? They don't work as peripherals, and you're just shaving your market. You're just shaving the potential user base by by applying it as some kind of de facto external device to what really should be a, a toy. You know, yeah. it's a sophisticated toy, but it's not for everybody. No. Not everybody yeah, buys not a game console. People. Well, I, they, they, but they, they they think of it as another way to sell consoles. As they say, look at this Project Morpheus is so amazing and this experience is so great, and you can only get it on PS4, and now I you got to buy a PS4. I, I know that the, this is a special kind of peripheral, and I know that this is like you try it and you're you're a, a devout believer, but peripherals all the way along have never sold consoles. They've never worked that way. Mm -hmm. right. And they've always ended up in, in the heaps. And The wave bird. 
I mean, yeah. not Wavebird. I, I would have bought an N64 <laughs> for the Wavebird. Yeah, and I, I feel like, uh, you know, the games industry's got to stop tacking on more plastic stuff to plastic stuff, you know, mm-hmm. especially as we are transitioning to an era of PlayStation Now and, and sort of this network-based kind of concept of being able to pipe in content that's interactive and, and playable at 30 frames or 60 frames per second on anything. You know, adding peripherals into that mix, it just becomes less. I mean, look at how screwed harmonics just has just become. I know, mm-hmm. yeah. I know. I, you know, I almost feel bad for them if they didn't do that stupid fucking Kickstarter. I would have felt more, yeah. <laughs> more sympathy for them. But it's like, come on, with the Kickstarter. I mean, yeah. I, you know. But yeah, they're screwed on this Connect thing. They have, you know, the Disney game, which actually looks kind of cool. I've played it a few times. They got to like, make that thing for the iPad. I mean, honestly, th- that's the only the way Disney that this game. is. Yeah, yeah? Fantasia has got to come to the iPad. I guess it could work. Right? It's it's like GarageBand that that's a game, you know. Yeah, they got to bring it out. For it would something actually else. work. Yeah. It would because yeah. you do a lot of kind of music remixing in that game, and you know I've seen it a, a bunch of times, and I'm always a little upset because I'm a old man and I love Fantasia and what are they doing? Why is like you know yeah. Drake in this game? This is Fantasia. <laughs> yeah. Don't put Drake in this game. He yeah. should just be on TNT for an NBA commercial. He shouldn't be <laughs> in Fantasia. But they they do know how to make good games, mm-hmm. and this is a kind of interesting game. So I do feel a little bad that. You know, now Microsoft, no one's going to buy Connect anymore. That's it for no. that, yeah. that no. peripheral. So they're going to get screwed a bit. But uh, there's, you know what? And I, I guess we can say this. There's, there is this reliance on uh, celebrating the past. And Scott always talks about this too on the shows and on the podcast is that the industry is just constantly self in self-celebration mode, you know, mm-hmm. constantly looking back to look forward. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's time to cut the cord a little bit. You know, maybe it's time to stop relying on the, the, the winds of, of the glory days and think about what's happening now. And then what does Nintendo do? Nintendo vanishes. The day that happens, <laughs> Nintendo ceases to exist. Yeah, but this, this is why everyone's so excited about Oculus, is because yeah. the, the Rift is, it, it, it obliterates every past VR attempt. And when you, when you actually sit with it and experience it, you go, oh, I get it. They are onto some new shit here. Yeah. And that's why they don't talk about, this is what VR was like in 1994. We have a long history with VR. They don't say any of that shit. They just go, you got to put this on your face and check it out because it's really cool and yeah. this is what you're going to be doing. Right. And uh, and I think that's why people get excited about it. Uh, well, know, it also relates to the game consoles themselves, though. I mean, they, they took another step on the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360 into, uh, you know, more... Uh, awareness with games like The Last of Us and Dishonored and the Uncharted franchise and Gears of War. And, you know, up until that time, there had been a a tremendous amount of sequels and and iterations that had progressed from one console generation to the next. Even the Jack, uh, well, actually, Jack was on uh, just on PlayStation 2. Uh, but there, there were definitely examples, and there still are examples that they've crossed over. From I'm sorry, is there a game called Jack from the PS2 I didn't play? <laughs> what, Jack? Jack. Yeah, Jack and Dexter. Oh, Jack and oh, Dexter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, if you, if yeah, well, you separate on the, the PS2. two, it's just like some game called Jack. <laughs> Jack. Like, yeah. Is that a Grand Theft Auto game? I don't <laughs> But, I mean, that's what they have to show this generation. I mean, we need to see, sure, the glossy Super HD 1080p 60 frames per second, you know, uh, up next level of the, the the hits that we loved on the PS3 and 360, but we also need to see what is the new Uncharted. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, you know though, it, it takes a while, and we we have to kind of remind ourselves of this all the time. It takes a while for the innovative kind of groundbreaking games to hit these consoles. The ones that you remember years later. I mean, you know, it took 
g- how long until God of War and uh, Shadow of the Colossus came out for the PS2, which right. would be some of the best games, mm-hmm. some of the biggest games for that system. Mm-hmm. It, sometimes it takes a while. So I don't necessarily think we need big innovative games, but I do think we need big new games. Mm-hmm. Whether they're groundbreaking, whether they feel like, well, it's not doing anything that new, but it's Alan Wake or it's, you mm-hmm. know, Quantum Break. Let's talk yeah, a little yeah. bit back to Microsoft. Yeah. I'm excited. I don't know what the hell is going on with that Those game. Those guys are great. It looks like it's kind of yeah. kooky. Sunset yeah. Overdrive, that game yeah. looks like fun. I don't really, I don't get it, but, you know, it's Insomniac and it's, they're Insomniac working on a Microsoft game. That's cool. Like, yep. We need Microsoft to come out with a lot of that. I feel like we always say that, but this year, seriously, for reals, they they need, need Microsoft. To they come need out. it yeah. more than the other companies. <laughs> yeah. They absolutely. What need What does to do Nintendo this. have to do? Free God. toys for everybody. What they have to do is <laughs> gather us Mario's. all in the booth and have uh, Mario talk to us for forty-five minutes. Hey, it's Steve. <laughs> hey, Steve. Uh, when you cry uh, and you're alone at night, uh, what uh, what do you feel about when the darkness is encroaching on your life? You don't know what it is exactly. Why you're here? Uh, is the earth just spinning? And one day you're spinning right off. Uh, uh, sometimes I feel this way, uh, Steve Tilly. But uh, anyway, we got Donkey Kong. Hey, hey, I'm gonna go and put the bag over my head. Okay. Uh, that was uh, better than the whole wow. booth experience last year, man. Yeah, kind of close to it. Yeah, I felt the whole fucking time. He's gonna kill this guy. He's gonna kill himself. Charles ain't gonna make it out of here. So what? What we're referencing here for people who don't know is last year Nintendo didn't have a press conference. They, they gathered us in the booth early one morning and we stood around for a very, very long time while the voice of Mario, what's his name again? Charles and Barton. Yeah, yeah, so the voice of Mario uh, regaled us. He, he was there live observing the crowd, so he was able to make observations Behind about what he was curtain. seeing. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't know where he was. And yeah. it, it's, it was it was kind of kind of amusing for five minutes. Like, hey, Mario is actually here reacting to what's going on in the booth. And then it just, I just wanted to put a gun in my mouth. By the time. <laughs> <laughs> Half an hour in. Steve Dealey, what and then, are you doing? And then we had the uh, Nintendo executives showing up with, with cat ears. Yep, cat ears. And I, I wept. I wept. I, my heart broke a little bit. Okay, so look, yeah. so so we're we're pointing out what Still, uh, awesome games. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right, right. That's always the joke, right? We yeah. make we make fun of Nintendo. They yep. make shitty business decisions. We're like, what's going on with you guys? And then Mario Kart Eight comes out, and I'm like, I'm on board. I'm yeah, yeah. fun. Uh, I, it's yeah. not innovative. It's doing nothing new. But fuck, I'm playing it all yeah, night. Like I so can't fun. help it. You know, yeah. uh, in our you know in our review of that game, I talked about how that company cooks with love. Yeah, you know yeah. when they make their games, and uh, and I really do feel that way that when they put their heart into a game. They're some, I, the best game designer in the world. I at also times, love you know? that Iwata is out apologizing and saying we're not going to start firing everybody. You know, and I, I I don't know if this the shareholders are going to eventually turn on him, but he he feels and he 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 expresses anyways that this is an industry filled with a lot of challenges and changes and stuff. But Nintendo has always done it this way and we're going to continue to do it this way and we need to provide security for our creative people Mm -hmm. you don't create security by changing everything you don't foster um you know great creativity by changing everything and and completely going in in a totally different direction financially we all know that they're facing some huge uphill Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. but if you are into what nintendo sells you are going to still be happy by yeah. what Nintendo sells. I mean, they make two or three absolutely fantastic yeah. games every year, and yeah. that is that is terrible business for them. And if, if if they can sit on their mountains of cash and keep doing that for the next ten years, they great. Buy Rareback. 
Yeah, that would help Microsoft and them. It would Wouldn't help it? everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so wait, but I have a question, Vic. Why are you so down on the on the NFC on the toys? I mean, oh, it just feels like a desperation. We thought of it too. I love the toy idea. I think it's awesome. But yeah. from Nintendo, uh, I we also need some pretty dramatic, you know ideas well we need new we are, we've talked about this yeah. a lot we need new yeah. characters we need them to become yeah. a character factory. I, I think we need but, new hardware i really do uh, well i think the toys though just to talk about it for a sec i think i think it's going to be if they do it right huge huge yeah. for this company yeah mm-hmm. i mean two billion dollars for skylanders uh, yeah 500 million for disney Infinity. well it's cool that they're going to go across different games and it's cool right. up yeah. across both platforms as well they should have been there first they should have been there first and i yeah. mean just imagine you know we're not just talking about how cool it is that you go and you buy a mario and you stick it on your thing and then mario's in your game <laughs> yeah. i mean this is also collectible this is also imagine mm-hmm. what they can do with pokemon with this. i know yeah i mean this goes deep into their into their lords it's a way for them to actually do something with these characters that feels new even if it isn't what if xbox comes out with a 3d printer you can print any game print any figure print any figure. Yeah. see that would be a peripheral everybody would get excited about 3D <laughs> make your own F- nfc character fifteen hundred dollars they'd be like you can get it at retail for two thousand but we're gonna sell it for eighteen hundred and it won't work yep <laughs> it has to be always online and it only works with connect so hopefully you bought the connect bundle for five hundred dollars <laughs> <laughs> All right, what does Sony have to do to win it again this year? I think Sony's going to Sony's battle is is going to be matching what they did last year. Last year they they were so clever in in looking where Microsoft was going and reacting to that and coming out with the, dropping the price bomb, dropping the we don't have DRM bomb. I mean, we were all the videos. We were just so, we were uh, so, so enamored of Sony yeah. last yeah. year. This year, I mean, it's going to be a much closer battle because Microsoft no longer has that the price working against them. So it's going to be a much more level playing field, and I don't know. They got they have to do exactly what Microsoft is going to have to do, and that is show us some really big games. They're going to get us really excited. Now, the stuff we've seen here this week, I'm not sure. I mean, I think it's going to be up to the third parties this year to really dazzle us, and that's you know, third party games don't sell a particular console. They sell consoles. They sell machines. But I'm not sure what Sony's going to do to make us. Make more people believe they need a PS4. You know, Sony also, though, has done a good job of sort of positioning themselves as sort of, I mean, Destiny is going to be for, it's a cross-platform game, but Sony tries to get sort of ownership of that. Like yeah. They, they're going to have that as a big part of their conference again. Well, I it's think kind it's of the way, the way Xbox is kind of taking ownership of Call of Duty, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, and, I, and yeah, honestly, that's that's how Xbox won, is they had the third-party guys in there first all the time, and right. they were always beating their chest about it because the xbox 360 came out first and mm-hmm. and it was the the thing that developers got most comfortable on so it became the platform of choice for the first cut of everything and then they would make the ps3 version i think the reverse is going to happen this cycle mm-hmm. so they're probably going to have a whole agenda about telling people that you get it first on the playstation 4 or whatever yeah and it's going to yeah. feel that way and that's that is sort of a way to position yourself as you know, whether or not you are out front that far, you can kind of get it as part of the mind share. You yeah. can kind of get that mind share to say that we are number one, and then it just kind of snowballs from there that, right. oh, well, that's the primary platform, and, right. and, and that's how they're going to do it. I mean, you're, you're right. I think the third party is going to be big, but I also think that uh, you know Sony's, Sony's got a lot to answer for as well in yeah. terms of The Last Guardian and in terms of you know, <laughs> well, and then, <clears throat> God of War. Not that many great... You know, first-party games to play yet on the PS4. Yeah, and, you know, by the end of the PS3, I don't. I mean, look, Gran Turismo has taken a shit. Yeah, God of War <laughs> has taken a shit. I mean, these were 
Gran Turismo, man. That was yeah, the thing. And now it's Forza. I fell asleep playing that game. It was terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gran Turismo 6 was terrible. I uh, literally to, fell asleep. I think they need to remind people, you know, that they have a ton of franchises and games and stuff to pull from. Jumping mm-hmm. Flash for the PS4. Bushido Blade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, let's go for it. You know, let's go yeah. into that PS, uh, that the PlayStation library and start bringing stuff out. Uh, or just, yeah, go big with new IP. But I don't know if it's necessarily that they have to do bigger or better than Microsoft. I just think they have to not have any big missteps. Yeah. They have to just show us good games and kind of get in and out cleanly. What yeah. do you think the biggest games of the show are going to be, regardless of platform? Regardless of platform? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I guess we're probably going to see some uh, Batman Arkham Knight this year. Yeah. And uh, expectations are high for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, Ubisoft just announced Far Cry 4 yeah. um, being developed in Toronto and Montreal. Yeah. And I I loved Far, Far Cry, Cry 3, 3 was so, so much. So and good, it's coming yeah. out this year. So I'm so replayable as well. Yeah. You can beat the whole damn thing and then jump in and have the same super cool yeah. fun thing just playing it all again. Such I, a think, great I think Ubisoft is going to is going to blow us away again. I and mean, they did they've done it two years in a row. They did it with Watch Dogs 2 years ago. They did yeah. it with The Division last year. They 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 popped this surprise title that nobody saw coming, that looked fantastic. If they can do that again, I mean, I'm, I'm right on board. And Far Cry 4, even just that alone, that that's enough to... We're going to uh, see Battlefront. We're going to see Star Wars Battlefront. We're going to uh, uh, see more I, of Evolve. Yeah. Which yeah. Evolve sounds really fun. Incredible, yeah. I think we're going to see a new Uncharted. This is Oh, we were going to sure. see it for sure. For yeah. sure going to see I mean, yeah. you know, I know a lot of people have been saying, what about The Last of Us 2? Uh, and you people uh, are wrong. That's too uh, soon. I love you, but you're wrong. I mean, yeah. they just they just wrapped that, and they've been obviously part of their team has been working exactly. on Uncharted for yeah. a while. So uh, we're going to see that, and that's exciting because I think that's going to show us what this system can actually do. Yeah. You know, New Zelda. They'll talk about a New Zelda, of course. <laughs> it's like you a, know, a, and it will literally come out in 2016. And, you know, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to come out in 15 years, and uh, Link's going to be emo, <laughs> and everyone's going to be mad about his new design or something. And I, you know, I kind of wish. Uh, the um, uh, the the 3ds Zelda game I forget the name of it a tale link of, link between worlds link between worlds mm-hmm. I, I wish I, I they couldn't make too many of those you yeah. know just yeah. taking that perspective changing the map and the tiles I I I know I make it sound simpler than it is but the design on that was just so perfect yeah well like Ben so says tuned Nintendo cooks with love they just need to figure out how to cook faster yeah you know they need to like step up the well, line in the kitchen what a message that game was though because it wasn't as you know, break your back, innovative in terms of visuals and 3D horsepower and all that stuff. But it was just perfect. Mm. It was just a beautiful, awesome. It was a masterclass in video game design. Really was. How you design a yes. great game. There were so many things that you would kind of discover as you played. It just kept paying off. Yeah. I mean, so many games, You, I don't know about you guys, but I, I don't beat games anymore. And it's not necessarily because. I, I mean, I do when, you know, when I have to, but, yeah. but I don't beat them necessarily because. Uh, the only games I actually do go through and beat are games that keep giving me new right. shit and yeah. new experiences as, as I'm playing. Yes. So many games don't anymore. They go, here's our shtick, yeah. and now it's going to get harder. Yeah. And now it's going to get more. Sure. Now there's going to be, now you got to do do it four more times. <laughs> I don't beat a lot of the indie games. I find that they're tuned very difficult uh, to a high difficulty, mm-hmm. or there's a oh, ramp yeah. or a scale up, mm-hmm. or I get bored of... The uh, but they're only three hours long. Some some yeah. I do, but not you know like the arcade things. I don't like get yeah. to the or like the the rogue likes and stuff like that. The things that just go on forever and ever. Yeah, I just I don't 
I don't have the patience to go for. I, I love them. I love the the smaller appetite, the smaller uh, bite size nature of some of this stuff. But you, you know, if they get too difficult, I just sort of move on. Momentum is really important in yeah. great games, and you know, a game like Link Between Worlds was all about momentum. It just yeah. felt like you were getting a, a doling out new abilities and being able to kind of do more stuff further and further. I think and that's balance. why everyone loves Metroidvania games yeah. that are handled mm-hmm. well because of that very mm. reason. Or a game like Skyrim where you just get more and more like a god as you're playing. And so by the end of the game, you just feel like you've climbed to the top of a mountain mm-hmm. after 100 hours, you know? Dragon Age Inquisition. That's going to be a hot F, game. F, yeah. yeah. I decided not to swear anymore. Yeah. Oh. That's yeah. going to be a hot game. That's F, good because it was making me a yeah. little uncomfortable. F, yeah. And what else What else, <laughs> What else? else is coming out this year that, that is blowing our minds so far? Mm. We're psyched. I, I actually can't wait for the Lord of the Rings the, the Shadows Shadow of Mordor, the, yeah. the Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed uh, yeah. You know what, I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah. I, I love the Assassin's Creed style of gameplay, and if they can put that in, in a, a Lord of the Rings world that looks good and is, you know, very atmospheric, I'm, uh, I'm right there. Yeah. What about the ship combat in that game? Can you have ship combat? <laughs> that's the only thing that saved well, the Assassin's you know, Creed for me was the that's fucking what's, ships. Uh, that's, sorry, effing ships. <laughs> that's why I'm wondering what the fuck Assassin's Creed Unity is going to bring because yeah. I think I think four, uh, three, a lot of people didn't love three and four brought the ships, brought the piratey field, brought the naval battles to the forefront and that's what a lot of people loved about it. I'm, I now don't want to be a land-based assassin anymore, even if it's in you know, the French I want, Revolution. I want an Assassin's Creed in space. When I was playing that game <laughs> and thinking about... <laughs> Zero G assassin. No, no, I really do. Get to the 20th century? <laughs> no, I, I, honestly, like, I want a space-faring, you know, moving from planet to planet, a hybrid between Mass Effect and Assassin's Creed. That would be awesome. Whoa. What, so what Wouldn't would be the be Assassin's incredible? Creed like element of this game then? What, like, well, you'd like be the, looking for the you know they obviously there's off planet colonization and and uh, you're you're zipping through asteroids and what's the space equivalent of like a haystack that you jump, jump into <laughs> black hole Just black hole jump in the black hole hyper minute jump out of the black hole okay. a comet tail <laughs> we won't see that at E3 <laughs> 2014 Christ, <laughs> by the way file it under bad video game <laughs> but man. I I would like to play that on an Oculus Rift. <laughs> In your ginch. Yeah, this is uh, this is going to be one of the strangest and most yeah. important E3s in its 20-year history. It is going to be history. both of those things. It yeah. feels so huge. You know, yeah. I hated last year. I mean, I, I loved it because it was new consoles, but covering hardware doing what we do and just dealing with it and dealing with like yeah. we're in between oh. so we're getting you have to it's so much it's hard yeah. for gamers not just journalists it's hard for all of us because you just feel like you don't know should you buy it do you not well, we could have easily given it to the last of us at e3 last year yes yeah. totally. right because right. it hadn't quite come out yet i think if i recall this correctly yeah. and it was there again right and it was the best game of that show right it really was, yeah. even though they were tipping some stuff that are, it, you know, was coming out this year and in 2015. The Last of Us was incredible. Yeah. And let's hope that that's not the case again. You know, let's hope that we when we go, The Last of Us remastered. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by I the know. way, yeah, there's gonna be a, by the way, FYI, <laughs> lots of remasters. People yeah. hope you like Last Generation because that's all you're gonna play for the new generation oh for like god. a year. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. You can't yeah. say anything specific. Can't say anything specific about that. But uh, yeah, I, mean, right. I don't know if what, what can we say. Well, The Last of Us they talked about. Yep. Um. 
That might be it. That's all we can talk about right Maybe now. Maybe yeah. more. Yeah. The other theme. The other theme is delays. 2015, yeah. 2015, yeah. and yeah. possibly beyond. Yeah, we're still going to have to wait a little bit longer. Yeah, I mean, I think what's happened is that there's been a scale down in team sizes. A lot of teams went out of business or, or restructured, and that's why there is so much indie development out there. Yeah. And uh, the direct result of that is that the the surprises are going to be a little less. Uh, from the AAA studios, you know, mm-hmm. we're reading the writing on the wall a little sooner on what these guys are able to deliver for us this year. So, I, you know, that being said, maybe it's a scale up again. You know, if some of these games, if Batman Arkham Knight, if Shadows of Mordor, if, uh, uh, you know, whatever new Halo is coming out, whatever new, like if all of this starts to percolate and, and uh, they become these polarizing games that sell a lot, maybe that becomes a reinvestment back and maybe they there's a, a cyclical nature to all of this. Well, so mm. many companies are just not here anymore. I know. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, uh, E3 even last year, I just remember wandering around in the South Hall and and like I had a couple appointments and then I didn't have an appointment and I thought, well, I'm going to go see all these other companies that I didn't make appointments with. And there were like none. It was no. nothing to do. I was like, There's well, maybe the I'll just go. the World of Tanks booth. Yeah, I think exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just go get a fucking latte and yeah. just like chill for a while because there's no one here. Yeah. And now you really feel that. You feel that there's no, you know, THQ and Midway and a lot of those kind of second tier companies. You know, you don't know what you got till it's gone. And yeah. we used to, you know, kind of give them shit for those, those B-level S. Give them S. I'm not supposed to swear. <laughs> yeah. Give them S for those B-level games. But those B-level games, sometimes you got some gems. Sometimes yeah. you got some yeah. stuff that yeah. fleshed out your collection. Yeah, yeah. you got uh, That's where Saints Row came from, right? Psyops, you know. Yeah. Psyops. Oh, man. Enslaved. I love to see Enslaved. Enslaved. How about that uh, Metal Arms? You know, there was yeah, lots really of cool sure. little weird ones we should do a show just on that and the other thing that we should do is have you guys back in the basement as much as we possibly can yeah we have the technology yeah we can rebuild capability faster we can build stronger (laughs) better yeah it's called uh the internet ginchier yeah ginchier more ginch in the basement can i can i swear one more time sure go ahead piss oh, yeah, oh, oh thanks for being in the basement fellas remember you can listen to us on stitcher you can download this on uh, itunes like a stitcher uh we <laughs> never <laughs> stitcher before there, <laughs> that's what we always say every week but people do listen to us there thank you for doing that uh there there will be no video portion to this program but uh, thank you for listening consider yourselves fortunate <laughs> <laughs> you guys can put your pants back on all right okay Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.